Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions, discuss astrology, and take callers' questions. If you would like to call in and get a reading, you can call 347-994-3365. Call in early as the lines fill up. Astro Energy Astrology Show. I am your host, Shelley Overton. I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida, and we are here for the next 30, 35, 40 minutes together going over the planetary positions and everything that's going on. So I hope you had a good holiday week, weekend. It was, uh, what, five days ago? It goes so fast. <laughs> anyway, welcome. So today we are talking about 22, and I know I just <laughs> literally just watched the making of the latest Taylor Swift video, and it just dawned on me that, of course, she has a song that has the number 22 in it. So that's rather ironic and amusing. So um, 22, I have this book by Doreen Virtue, and uh, we're not even going to get into that for those of you who know that. Uh, she has changed her tack in life and is rejecting a lot of her past books. But this is Angel Numbers, and it's written with Lynette Brown. So let me see what year it was made. I'm going to tell you what she says about the number 22. This was, where is it? It doesn't even show it. It's got to be here somewhere. Uh, 2005. So she says the number 22 is, your deep conviction manifests miracles and wonderful new opportunities. Keep the faith. So that's pretty awesome. And then I'm going to um, tell you number two. Number two is have faith and courage. Your prayers are manifesting even if they aren't visible yet. That's probably directly to me. I will not kid you. And then because two plus two equals four, I've got angels are with you. Call upon them for help, guidance, and feelings of love and security. So if you're anything like me, this energy we've been feeling recently for the last couple of weeks has been intense. And like I've said, Gemini slash Mercury has been affecting my things too for about two or three months. And um, so we're really at this apex of, well, I want, I should have said apex, actually vortex is what it feels like. So, we're feeling this intense energy of Pluto and Saturn close together with the south node directly between them at the same degree as Saturn. Saturn's at 17 degrees today, and the south node slash north node is at 17 degrees Capricorn today. And then Pluto is at 22, and I've got two on right hand and two on my left hand. So two is the 
number of help and it's a number of couples. In astrology, two is the second house, which means value and creating value. So um, having a planet at 22, and the reason I say this is because on, I want to say January 11th, which is also (laughs) 22 can be divided by 11. So that's a pretty cool um, numerological shift as well. I'm just going to call up January 11th because the thing is January is when uh, Capricorn has Jupiter, Sun, Mercury, Pluto, and Saturn all in it. And it is a very significant time for what we are going to be doing as a collective, but it is also the number 22 that all of these energies are at. So, and the year is 2020, which also has twos in it. So uh, I'm just having difficulty. Would you stop? Could you just not, as Taylor says? There we go. So Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto are at 22 on the 12th. And the Sun, Saturn, Pluto, and then Mercury goes past that exact degree on the 13th. So one, three equals four, two and two equals four. So if you're into numerology, there's definitely a connection here. And um, the angels are with us, but astrologically, this energy is trying to push us to a new place. It's trying to bring us to an awareness of other people on the planet, of the connectedness, and also of the connection to the material world. Like I said, two is the house of money and love. It is represented by Venus in astrology. And so it brings us to the material physical world and what our desires are. And because at that time uh, in January, which is what I'm referencing, because of the number 22, Saturn, Pluto, and Mercury are at 22. And then the next day, Sun is at the same degree, 22. So it is a significant energy that we're coming into. But I've found there's also another interesting number, and I'm going to read that one too, and that is 17. So a couple of years ago, actually 2015, I'm going to just see if I can call that up. 2015 was when Uranus and Pluto joined. And I'm, the only reason I'm kind of slow in talking is because I'm trying to do this while I'm talking. So let me just see if I can find those. Was it? Oh, square. Excuse me. It was a square. So where the heck are you? There you go. I think it, ah, darn it. I should have my other book out. I don't have it handy. Anyway, um, yeah, so 17 is one in seven, and I'll read one is an initiating energy. So it says here in the angel numbers book, this is a binary number. Every number is divisible by one. We are all one, thereby we all associate by thought. Watch your thoughts and focus on your desires rather than your fears, which I find very relevant and very valid to this Pluto-Saturn conjunction. Um, Capricorn, which again, ruled by Saturn, is about the energy of fear and lack of control on one aspect. And so when we have any Capricorn planets, we do feel 
added fear. We feel like we don't know what we're going to do with the unknown. That's very much in my world right now. As I've said, I have to move, and yet normally I get this sense of where I need to go, where I need to be, and that's not coming, which makes me wonder if things are going to shift and what I think is going to happen may not happen. So we'll see how it goes, but um, having that initiating energy and the sense of no fear is really important. And uh, the reason I bring up 17, I guess I didn't really say that, is that currently I've lost my chart. <laughs> Go back to my chart here. Um, we have Saturn at 17 degrees and the South Node at 17. We have the Sun today at 1707 and the North Node at 17. So Sun is directly opposed Saturn today. Today is July 9th, and that happens at 107 p.m. So seven on the angel number book is you're on the right path, keep up the good work. So if you look into numbers and numerology, it absolutely will talk to us. I kind of have like a hobby of numbers. I look at license plates and recognize those. I mentioned the license plates to my aunt because they were all Texan, the ones I was noticing. And at the time, my aunt was living in Fort Worth. So I'm like, I keep seeing Texas plates everywhere. And I honestly, um, I've been to Texas a few times, and it's not really a place that my energy resonates terribly well. So um, to see all these Texas plates was really profound to me. It's like, okay, what is this? And my aunt suggested that the numbers on the plates had relevance. And so I would tell her the numbers, and she would tell me what the meaning was out of the very same Doreen Virtue Angel Numbers book. So um, looking at the, the plates, and numbers can come from anywhere. I mean, I see them most often on plates, but they can come in phone numbers. They can come in uh, receipts. There's also another really big place that we see them. I remember driving up uh, north the year that Obama was president. He was number 44, and I turned 44 that year. And I was going up the highway, and the, there was an exit 44. And I believe also there was a highway 44 somewhere and all that. But 44 was really significant at that time. So if you start to open to spirit, I started doing this whole journey with 11.11. And that happened. <laughs> it's really amusing, actually, because I was living in Tennessee right before my daughter was born, so 18 years ago. And I would stay up late at night watching uh, late night TV and kept seeing 11.11 on the clock. And it was more than just happenstance. You know, once in a while you get into these cycles where you always look at the clock and it's 3 a.m., 3 a.m. or whatever. But it was 11 a.m. or 11 p.m., excuse me, 11.11 p.m. But I happened to live in a house whose address was 11.11. And another close friend that I met through my Buddhist organization lived in also 11.11 house. She lived at 11.11 Sunset. And I lived in 1111 Avocet. So it was really amazing when you start to open to spirit. They start really talking to you through numbers. So I would highly recommend you pick up an angel number book or some other numerology book or look up numbers online. And angel numbers are really good because the angels do speak through them. So if you have that angel connection to them, it can be really helpful. So um, anyway, today we have 17, which equals 8, and I don't think I told you 8, but 8 tends to be in numerology as money number, and that's exactly what this says. Financial abundance is coming to you now. 
which is a really awesome message. So take that. That's from me to you and the angels, from the angels to you. So today, uh, sun opposite Saturn, we have energy of cancer, which I'm recognizing more of the cancer energy this week. We have a lot of overcast days, all day long rain. We had so much rain yesterday, it was flooding the side streets and uh, overflowing the gutters. The gutters are so full from all the rain, the grasses are growing and not letting it pass through the drain pipes from one area to the next. So uh, rain, water, cancer. And then, of course, Neptune is at 18 Pisces, so it's trining the sun today. And so we're seeing a lot of that watery energy, which represents emotion. And really the connection I noticed with cancer is, the energy of cancer and the water translates to emotion, but spiritually, clouds and uh, the moisture carry emotion to us. And I, being an empath, am extremely connected to watery energy, you know, oceans and rain and, you know, <laughs> do feng shui. Remember to shut your lid while you flush the toilet. Money can go down the drain. That's just a little side tip. I've been doing feng shui this week too. But having all this weather come in definitely affects me as an empath. And I feel really shut down in some way. And cancer can do that because cancer holds up in the house and uses the structure, the physicality of the house to make a barrier against all of the things that are too difficult to really process. And cancer is an emotional processor. So when cancer is overwhelmed, cancers will go in. They will shut off. They won't talk to people if they're angry, especially recently when Mars was in cancer. It would give you the silent treatment. You can still get that. Today, Venus is in cancer. She went from Gemini into cancer this past weekend. And Mercury went retrograde this past weekend. Let's see what else we got coming up for the week. I'm going to kind of gloss over some of this just because we have a couple callers and I don't want to miss them. So um, I've got this highlighted. This is my daily planner, the Llewellyn Daily Planetary Guide. And I go through, I think I've mentioned this, but for those of you who are new, I mentioned uh, going over this at the beginning of the year and I will look at all the aspects day to day and highlight it good and bad, like things to watch out for, and then little comments in every one of the days. And this week, I circled Monday, Mercury retrogrades, conjunct Mars, and I put in the word accidents. Chiron also retrogrades, but Chiron makes, it makes an asteroid. Okay, this is what happens with Mercury retrograde. I basically took all my words and, <laughs> and chopped them up into a sentence, and none of them were in order. <laughs> so... Mercury, um, and Mercury does that too. Mercury is the ruler of Gemini, which is considered the um, mischief maker or uh, what is it? I can't remember the name. There's a specific name. Anyway, mischief definitely happens. But uh, Mercury conjunct Mars. So Mercury rules communications and thought processes. And it's where we can act really quickly but not pay attention to what's going on. So I was telling my daughter she wants to go to London or England next year. And my biggest concern is that she's going to get to the edge of a street and look, let me see, look right first and then left. And, of course, the traffic comes from the right, on, or no, left, the opposite. So here we look left 
and then right because the closest traffic is to the left. But in England, the closest traffic is on your right. So if you don't look the correct way and you're walking, if you're just on a little neighborhood side street, of course, without any traffic lights, you know, that's a hazard. That's the kind of energy that's going on right now is not paying attention to the cues and the things that are normal and assuming and going on autopilot and then you make a mistake. And then Mars, Mars is in fire, Mars is in Leo. And so it also can be hyperbolic words that will get you into trouble in a physical sense because Mars in fire is physical, Mars is physical and um, action oriented. And then Mercury is communications, but in Leo it's just very larger than life and expressed hyperbolically in excess. So um, that can be a trouble. And that was yesterday afternoon, but then Tuesday is sun opposite Saturn, like I said, and sun is ego. Sun is wanting to connect to children and to family. And then uh, Pluto is in Capricorn, which is structure. So the structure of the family is somewhat taking a hit today. And it can be like a need to break out on one's own or be in charge of the home environment while the physical structure is not necessarily supporting what you want to do. Um, again, like I said, personally, you know, that can also translate to a shift of where your home is and, you know, things that are at odds, so to speak. And then Venus coming in at seven degrees, she's getting used to the cancer energy, but she's actually um, a little more comfortable in cancer than Mars was. Mars is in his detriment in cancer, which of course I have in my chart, <laughs> but Venus in cancer She's a feminine, intuitive type, and cancer definitely embraces that energy. And so we are feeling even more so intuitive and associating those emotions and intuitions with the home and the home environment, domestic issues, um, cooking, baking, nurturing of any sort. So, um, And then the last thing is Venus in cancer is about money and where is the money coming from being secure so Venus and Cancer may mean that there is a little less spending going on out of awareness of the security that money can bring. So you can pay attention to that also, this, well, for the next couple of weeks, as long as Venus is in Cancer. We have um, Wednesday, a square between the moon and Mercury and Leo. We have the moon squaring Mars. So that means that there's probably going to be some intense energy around drama and puffing up of the chest because Mercury-Mars conjunct is like, oh, you can't say that about me, which quite honestly is going on right now between the U.S. and the U.K. In, um, what's his name? Ambassador, the ambassador uh, of England to America, had it, some of the text messages or emails have been leaked to the press, uh, internal ones that basically say he doesn't like uh, the way our president is doing things. So that's going to probably ramp up even more tomorrow. And I would say, honestly, probably peak on Thursday. So Mars squares Uranus and Taurus on Thursday. But that can also mean there are going to be chemical and tech issues that would be a potential 
uh, accident at a chemistry plant or some kind of scientific breakthrough as well. Um, children love art, um, anything creative, and also taking action around um, something that connects to children. I know that um, Jeffrey Epstein, Epstein, whichever it is, just got arrested a couple of days ago with um, a bunch of sex trafficking charges, and he's a billionaire who has homes in New York and Florida, and he is being indicted on at least two charges of uh, molesting or assault on underage girls. So that story is probably going to get bigger and bigger. And then, um, yeah, we've got the earthquakes, and that's actually kind of a big story as well here with Saturn and Pluto joining and retrograding. We've got the south node the same as Saturn, and Earth influences are Capricorn and Saturn. And having the opposition of the sun there, um, I don't know. I find it really interesting because I don't know if California is, gonna, is going to get federal emergency money because of the situation between California and the president and how he is very anti-California on a lot of levels, especially with the governor. So it'll be interesting to see if they even get some federal monies for the damage from these earthquakes. Absolutely believe that more are coming and not just because that's kind of what's been going on because there are already two, but we have Venus coming into opposition with Saturn and definitely Saturn Pluto together in Capricorn when they go retrograde, when they join up with the South node, when they oppose other planets, which they're doing all of those. And then when they go both go back direct, we're going to probably see more strong earthquakes. And especially with Mars in a fire sign that's triggering volcanic activity and magma issues below the surface, I'm absolutely going to promote this man on YouTube named Dutch Sense, D-U-T-C-H-S-I-N-S-E. He knows what the heck he's talking about. He has figured out as a geologist how energy transfers on the surface of the earth and deep in the earth. And he has a great, great understanding of when these earthquakes are likely to hit and not only when, but where, and that's based on the radiating energy coming out of the earthquakes. And it's a cycle around the earth. So I would highly recommend you go look at him on Facebook, look at him on YouTube. He is a little eccentric, not surprising. He has a Mohawk, but He's very, very good at what he does, and um, I think that if you're really concerned in California, you should look into him because he will give you the heads up. He'll give you the warning. He's very concerned about people being safe, and I think, you know, it's time that we start looking to the people who know what they're talking about and stop looking to authority figures and hierarchy to validate what we know as people. This is a huge energy of what we're coming into in this country and the world that it is moving away from having to be told what's true and really trusting your instincts and your intuition. That's where we're heading. So um, if you have any inclination, I would go watch him. And yeah. Okay. So let me see if there's anything else I want to tell you. The Mercury, Mars. Um, let me see if I got everything here. Today, Moon is in Libra. 
moons in Libra today and tomorrow and moves into Scorpio tomorrow morning early at 529 a.m. Eastern, then we're really going to be a lot more emotional and we're going to be probably a little bit more irritable because the moon will be squaring, like I said, Mars and Mercury because the two energies are square 90 degree angles to each other in our sky. And that can be a fraud aspect um, the day after tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow is Wednesday, so probably Thursday, Friday. Look out for possible fraud aspects. It's also, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more information coming out with uh, Jeffrey Epstein because that is an energy that shows sex energy and children, and it's also um, like a conflict between Mars and Pluto energy. Uh, Scorpio, his ruler is Pluto. And so when you have Scorpio Leo, it's like this huge dramatic conflict going on. So Thursday, Friday, again, more intensity. Children, um, Scorpio rules the underworld. Um, Honestly, I definitely think there's some mafia connections going on in the government top levels right now. So we'll see. I think this Jeffrey Epstein thing is pretty big in more ways than just the one that we see. But anyway, let's get on to some callers and see if I can get my astro energy thing here. There we go. Okay, let's take 202. Hey, Shelly. There we go. Hi, 202. How are you? Hey, how's it going? going on, Kay? Uh, It's going, you know what? I'm learning how to deal with the energy, and I'll tell you a secret. When it comes out, don't react to it. Just wait and see what happens with the transitions and the changes because a lot of times we react to things and mm-hmm. we get caught up in the reaction, which sets up karma. It's a cause and effect thing. So your reaction will create mm. the, the reaction to your reaction, so to speak. So it's, you're creating the cause to the next effect. So if you mm. can just sit back and observe and that's the same as, like, also listening. Sit back and listen and don't always be so quick to give an opinion. Um, right. That's what we're really seeing. And I, I really think that if you want to get through this intense energy, to observe is going to be your ally, especially with Mercury mm. retrograde. Just sit back and go, what's going on? Let's just watch and see what happens. Because I have a lot of things going on in my life, and I don't necessarily think that everything is as it seems. So mm. you definitely follow that. So <laughs> I like that advice, actually, that I was getting intuitive hits to just ask me to be quiet, Take it. you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. I think that's, that's the same really thing as you're time. saying. And the fear thing you were saying, too, is the same thing that I've been being led towards, like focusing on um, yeah. not lack, but abundance or whatever, not fear, but mm-hmm. security, which Good so you're hitting all of the, yeah. the points for real. Um, no, absolutely. So, the whole idea of um, focusing on the positive and stop giving all our attention to the drama and the negative and just go, wait a yeah. minute, is this how I want to live my life? I really want yeah. something better. And if cause and effect creates your future, if you focus exactly. on the positive, the future will be positive. So, yeah. And it's like, these are the things so, I know with my mind, you know, but I literally am like, wait a minute, you know, these things you are creating mm-hmm. negatively by default, by like staying right. in the right. the fear. You know what I mean? Because it's like, of course, yeah. you're like, okay, what am I going to do? How do I fix this? You want to fix, especially with all that Virgo in me. That's um, a good point. But I'm really trying to that? be, I... you know, spiritual. Yeah, for sure. Let, let me address that. Um, 
So our society, I mean, definitely I believe that we were raised to take action. It, my, my future is my own. I'm going to take action on it. With right. what's going on, it's so difficult because Capricorn is all about the control, which translates to taking action and responsibility for everything. And when mm-hmm. we have to take action, this is what I'm finding in my life, and I'm really trying to integrate this idea that not everything has to be acted upon to get the result you want. And a huge, mm-hmm. like I've talked about this in the past, the movie Frozen, the song Let It Go, that was a huge success, I believe, because that's the lesson of Pluto through Capricorn. Let it go, allow the energies that we do not know or see to come in and give it to you and let go of some of the control because the more you control, right. the more you push it away. It's like you resist it. Right. So yeah. you have to allow and nobody allows. They think, well, I'll just force it into the hole. I'll take the square peg and I'm going to pound it into that circular hole. And it's okay because the corners will just get sheared off when I pound it in, but you're not getting <laughs> the point. You know, you need to allow and let things come to you in their divine timing and not feel like you have to force it all to make it happen. And it's a huge, huge right. thing right now. And I know this is a big message for me and for everybody listening. So thank mm-hmm. you for touching on that because it's it's really a very important point that I want to make. Oh, no, thank you so, for sure. It's, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going with your guy, your new guy? Oh, Can you have someone come into your life now? that you were kind of wondering about? No, I'm really just focused on the things that you were talking about, like security, um, mm-hmm. you know, still looking for income, and which is what I wanted to check out, because I know that mm-hmm. a lot of these hits and eclipses are like kind of second, eighth, seventh house, and just wondering yeah. what you see. And also, I was curious, this might also help other people as well, like, if I'm going out for mm-hmm. like interviews or wanting something new is it a bad time to do like between eclipses like because I was I think I heard that like if you do it between this time or near it there'll be eclipsed in Mm -hmm. and eclipsed out so I wasn't sure if I should try to hold off until after the 16th or well yeah it's kind of funny because I personally am putting things off like I I know the mercury is going to make me do things more than once and I don't want to have to do this. So I'm trying not to initiate things, but the irony is a lot of people are going forward with things during this time because it's really triggering them to take action of some sort. And so you'll see, I mean, my landlord came over last night, my new landlord and brought over a tractor and a lawnmower and left them in the back of the yard. So I've got these two new pieces of equipment (laughs) right there. When I look out the window, I'm like, Oh, really? So, um, you know, he's action-oriented to go do something about the property. Like, i got to do something. So that kind of thing is right. happening. Like, we're, we're triggered to take action on something. But I have um, given advice that, yes, I understand that you want to take action. And there's probably a window. I don't know if today is a good day, but, like, just before, um, well, I don't know. Mars and Mercury are together today at the same degree. Mercury now has passed over Mars and is on the near side of it, no longer the far side from the sun. So he's coming closer to the sun, and now it goes sun, Mercury, Mars instead of sun, Mars, Mercury. So as Mercury is now closer to the sun and is still in Leo, you could take Mm -hmm. action now on something creative because Mercury will 
go retrograde and go back and is retrograde, go back through those degrees, go back into cancer and then come back out and go and hit that Mars. And then it will be like, oh, I'm a wiser person for having done that. And now I can actually take action towards something more tangible and more well thought through. So I think that this time is definitely a time where we're wanting to do something. We're feeling the drive to make something happen, but it isn't without renovation, so to speak. And you're in a moon return return today. Did you know that? The moon's at 19 and yours is at 21 Libra. So the moon will be there within an hour probably right on your moon. So, Mm. yeah, that's nurturing partnerships. For you and it's on your Pluto so there's some major major change today can be a very strong day of change for you specifically with that moon on your uh, moon Pluto conjunction in career and that is partnership mm-hmm. and I think I've talked to you this about this before about partners being significant for you and mm-hmm. I think that there is a need with Uranus and Taurus right now I think that there's probably some type of feeling like I have to do it all by myself and I feel that I felt mm-hmm. it a lot you know, like in the course of my life, I've always, I have Uranus, planet Uranus, independence, autonomy, personal power, one, like just a couple degrees off my sun. So I felt oh, this wow. all my life, but surprised. I have to do it myself. <laughs> I have to, yeah, I have to do it myself. I have to do it myself. And that's also probably what inclines me to be an astrologer. But yep, with exactly. Uranus in your house of creativity, you can take on a little bit more because it's in the sign of Venus. It's in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. So you can take on more than you necessarily have to because Mars is in your house of commitment to others. And it's in Leo, which is about finding a partner who's creative to commit to. And then the moon on your Pluto moon conjunction in Libra in career is also about partners. So um, I would take a step back and look at people you can actually partner with as far as money is concerned. Mars is in the house of joint finances. Mercury is in the house Mm -hmm. of joint finances. Really what's going to happen is Mars is wanting us to take action to culminate something, and Mercury is saying, oh, okay, yeah, that's great. Uh, Let me go run back into the house and check on a few things. And he goes back into the house and checks on a few things, goes to the bathroom, gets, you know, his wallet, comes back out in three or four weeks, and then seeks out Mars again after he goes back over the sun, and then says, hey, I got all the things I need. I'm ready to go now. So that's really kind of what the energy is that you're feeling that creative push. You're wanting to go do something, but it's not quite everything you need to know just yet. That's still in the background getting worked on. Okay. So, right. yeah. And what about, all right. Like, I need to make some income. Do you see that coming in at all? You like need, to, need to pay Mars my bills. Do something, you got to do something creative and you got to use uh, others. And it may mean getting help from family right now, because that is, our mom, mom or dad, either one, but mom or even a sibling, if you've got one. Um, mm-hmm. Leo is children. It's Leo, children, creativity, leadership, but it's in the house of other people's money. So it's really about finding someone else to help you with it. So it may be a little bit frustrating right now. Yeah. And then you have Venus, which rules money and cancer, which is mom and home. And it's in the dad house for you. So, you know, what I see is family help for a little bit it's coming though i want you to know it's coming let me just look at when mars gets into virgo for you so it's coming um august is going to be your time august is very very busy and the money is coming and then by mars in libra which is 
October. Like September. And I know you oh, need it right okay. now, but I'm telling you, family's probably going to be your best bet in this chart. That's where it shows. And, okay. uh, yeah, Saturn, Pluto in your first house retrograde, Jupiter in your first house on Neptune retrograde. It's like you're having to take a rest for a little bit of time, and the end of the year is really when yeah. everything starts to kick in. And let me tell you, January of next year, everybody is going to be, like, stunned. Things are going to shift. People are going to move off of the old way of thinking and into their new lives, and it's going to start to take structure, and the ego is going to be aligned. The thoughts are going to be aligned. Saturn and Pluto will be aligned, making sure that that shift is tangible and for good. So it's coming. It's probably going to start around mid-August when Jupiter goes direct, and Jupiter goes into Capricorn in, in December and then January. So that's my, my new drama I'm beating is January because it's really significant. <laughs> and it's structural shift. It's a major, major, major structural and leadership shift. So that's, gotcha. that's going to be for you. You've got three planets in Virgo, and I have to go. I've got one more call to answer. So. No, no worries. Anyway, you take it, Shelly. Thank you so much. Best of you're luck welcome. with you and all the changes right. that you're you're going Thank through. You. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Bye, Bye. Thank you. Okay. All right. One one last call. Six three one. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm well. How are you? Good. Who am I talking mm-hmm. to? Crystal. Pardon me. Oh, hi, Crystal. Crystal. Have you called the show before? Hi, Shelly. How Hi, are you? I don't see you under this prefix. I'm good. I'm good. Do you have another uh, area code you called under so I can find your information quickly? Mm, nope. That's it. 631. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Well, we'll, we'll just take that and do it all again, but that's okay. Well, I, I'm good. I'm just uh, running out of time. I don't how long, know how long they record after the end of the show. So what's your birth date, place, and time? It's January 22nd, 1985. Oh, good for you. Awesome. At 422. See, there's a reason. Yeah, I know. It was the first thing you said, and I was so happy. I was so relieved. 421 p.m. <laughs> okay. in Southampton, New York. All right, let's see what we've got here. I probably misspelled that. Is it one H or two H's in Southampton? One H and one word. One H, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it as one word. I just don't have one H. So there we go. That works. Okay, what can I do for you today? Um. Well, you, I mean, your show was spot on, so that helped a lot. So I just awesome. basically, oh, good. if you intuitively pick something out of my really insane chart. <laughs> okay. Hang on one second. I'm still trying to get all the charts I need. There we go. Okay, two. Okay. Let's see here. Yeah, it's going to have to be fairly quick. So you're, no, that can't be. What is that, 2015? What the heck? I usually I use whole time. Um, no, it's okay. I'm, I use uh, porphyry. Okay. As I far as house whatever. system, is that what you're talking about? House system? Mm-hmm. Okay, there we go. Okay, Pluto on your Jupiter, yikes. <laughs> and, and Mercury, Saturn on your Mercury. So, yeah, that's about freedom uh, within the organization. It's in your house of work and health. So there has to be a major shift around the dogma that you look at for your freedom. 
And interestingly, Jupiter, you're going to be in a Jupiter return the end of next year. And Jupiter actually gets to like 27 degrees before he retrogrades. It's crazy. He flies through that sign next year, and then he retrogrades for like four or five months. But um, that's going to be all triggered next year. And so it's about how you think of things and letting go of the hierarchy and understanding your need for personal freedom around your uh, sense of responsibility so you feel responsible for other people. It is also the elderly. In that particular house, it can mean elderly around career. And especially Saturn going through your house of work in the sign of Capricorn can draw you to the elderly or healthcare services around the elderly. And your Neptune is there as well. So do you have grandparents that you connect to somehow? I Yeah, Strongly? they're all passed on. But, I mean, my grandma is here every oh. day. She's been... She's been with me. Yeah. yeah. I get signs all the time. So, yeah, no, I'm going to say if they're all gone, then they are guiding you from the other side for sure. Yeah. And, you know, listen to those signs. And currently with the Venus and sun and North node in your 12th house, that's moms and the mother side of the family talking to you through spirit. Yeah. So, How did you know? Yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, also, well, yeah, they're in the 12th house. So mom and Venus and uh, female energy is coming through really strong for you. And so listen to that because you're getting a download from that. And then Neptune is one degree off of your Venus-Mars conjunction in Pisces. So, And that's up in the house of spiritual awakening and growth. So I think that you're really on board to do a huge amount of spiritual growth and really owning your own intuition and acting on it your mars at 21 pisces it's like so yeah you're really you kind of keep yourself close to the close like your feelings are close to your chest about how you feel about people and yet i think that you do have some fortune with relationships because you have sun in aquarius and moon in aquarius both suns in the house of of marriage and partnership the eighth the seventh house and moon is in your eighth house of commitment So there's like this sense of needing freedom, but also really great downloads about what people are about and how to understand people from a higher perspective. It's it's very much like humanity tends to be your connection to other people, like humanitarianism or um, things that involve groups and friendships. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your, your partner will also be part of, a greater mission for you in this life. Okay. Yeah. And There's a Pluto, Pluto foreign will be going in too. I don't what know. Ninth house is foreigner, foreigners, right? Like ninth house. Yeah. 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 Your Venus, Mars and the ninth is yeah. People of other cultures. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, like Neptune is there idealizing that for you. It's like, oh, I just want to go there. The person I, I want to meet is there. And so that's coming in for you as well. But Pluto yeah, going it's, into it's your seventh house and Saturn next year as well will be a big awakening for you. It's going to be maybe things that you didn't expect. Well, it will be things you didn't expect and it will awaken a side of you that you're not expecting. So. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, I wish I could talk to you longer. The show's shorter oh, now, no. but thank you for your call. I got to check all in. I really I've appreciate got- everything you do. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. And also listen to it again on iTunes and archive because you can get more. I talk really fast to get it all out, but 
if you listen again, you can get more information that might have flown by of when course. you got the reading. Okay? Definitely. All Thank right, you, well, you so take much. Care and thanks you for the too. call. Have a My great pleasure. Week. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right. That's the show for the week. And we will see you next week with a lot more information. Take care. Oh, my gosh. You totally surprised me. Hi, this is Shelly. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, 